Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds in the studio. It's Tuesday, and we're talking sports. So Missouri State obviously out of the NCAA tournament. Uh, Regional is going on still. We've got Oklahoma State and Arkansas yesterday in Stillwater. Did the Razorbacks win that game or the Cowboys? No, Razorbacks. Razorbacks won it 7-3, so they win that regional. Look to me watching the game that Oklahoma State this is probably a false impression, but it looked to me like they were out of gas. Uh, I mean, they had. I mean, you look at what they did with the Bears and all those. I mean, yeah, those are very high-scoring games, but it still will gas you. Well, they had to come from behind to win yeah. against Arkansas on Saturday. Actually, come from behind to win over the Arkansas Razorbacks. That was on Saturday. Had to play the twenty-nine to fifteen game with the Bears. Had to come back and play again that same and come day. Come from behind that Oof. same day, and then last night. Uh, they had it seven to three. The Razorbacks won the game, and and did it, it, Arkansas is a good team. They're a very good team. They're nationally ranked, so they are the ones that go now to the super regional. And because they did not bid for a super regional, Oklahoma State did, and it would have been there in Stillwater had they won. But instead, Arkansas goes to Chapel Hill, North Carolina, plays the Tar Heels in a best of three coming up this weekend. The winner of that one on to the College World Series in Omaha one of the elite eight college baseball teams in the country. So, let's get back to the Missouri State Bears. They, you know, had a bunch of hills to climb this season, injuries, uh, problems, whatever, not clicking. Do you think that this is a good start of something for the future, or do you think it's a rebuilding year? What are your thoughts on this? I think they deserve a gold star for being there. They should not really have been in the tournament. The record, final record for the season is 31-29. and 31 wins, 29 losses. That's not really tournament caliber. But Coach Gutton, Coach Evans, Coach Hawkins, they put this team together and held them together, and that's the key right there. When you can do that, Eventually, the Bears began to regain some of their health toward the end of the season, and somehow, someway, they won that Missouri Valley Tournament and got into the regionals and then made some noise in the regionals. You saw what they did. They had 31 home runs in the last nine games of the season, 110 for the year. A lot of power, but the component parts weren't there. The pitching was compromised all year long with injuries and things like that. But my hat's off to them, and I give them an A+. This By them, I'm talking about the entire program, coaches and team, A-plus for even being there in the first place. And Yeah, with some good recruiting and maybe with some arms coming in next year, it could be a very good team. And you know what? That is a compliment. Ned Reynolds does not give out A-pluses very often. <laughs> not often. No. Uh, let me ask you this. Do they have got a bunch of uh, guys coming back for next year? They or? have a pretty good nucleus returning, yeah, but okay. they do have some holes to fill. And you have to remember now, some of these players are eligible for the Major League Draft. Yep. These, those are players who have college eligibility left. Furthermore, there's the transfer portal. There's so many, so many variables involved here that Coach Gutton will have to be out scouting new talent, and, and he will be. He's probably out uh, on his way this morning somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's hard to imagine uh, lush golf greens in the middle of the desert in Saudi Arabia, but it turns out there's a Saudi Arabian golf tour that's happening, and uh, you think this is a threat to the PGA? I do. It's called the Live Golf Tour, L-I-V. L-I-V is an international investment firm, and this, of course, is the is the golf investment portion of it. But the Live International Tour is backed by, as you mentioned, the Saudi Arabian government, who has, who has ingested four 
$100 million into making this thing work. And it's a 10-year commitment. Now, right now, it's not a threat. It's, it's an annoyance because there are some players from the PGA Tour who are competing. Their first tournament, this live first tournament, is this weekend. It's in London. It's 54 holes, and there's no cuts, no nothing like that. You play and you get paid for it. Well, you've got, you've got guys like Phil Mickelson, who's competing, Louis Oosthuizen, Kevin Na, Dustin Johnson has gone over to compete. And, and what they've done is they've said, oh, I'm going to play in the Canadian Open. That's the PGA event. Let's try this one. There are eight tournaments this year. One, the first one's in London. The vast majority will be in this country. They will play in places like so Oregon. no golf courses in the desert then? Well, at the moment, no, but the championship at the end of the year in November hasn't been decided yet. And there are golf courses there in the uh, Saudi Arabian area, not necessarily in that particular country, but there are in, in fact, Dubai and yeah, places well, like I'm that. Sure they have in golf some courses Dubai. there. But over and above all that, is it a threat? Not immediately, but I can see where it will be if they continue to build on this and continue to purge golfers from the PGA. So typically, most baseball teams take Monday off. Not the Kansas City Royals, though. They were the only pro baseball team, well, along with their opponent playing yesterday. Royals and the Toronto Blue Jays up at Goffman Stadium in Kansas City. This poor Kansas City team, I'm absolutely stumped as to what their problem is. They have offense on this team, and yet they can't hit. Managed two hits last night, both by the same guy, Michael Taylor, and the Toronto Blue Jays win 8 to nothing. Kansas City is really in a dreadful slump. 17-37, and 37, that's their record. 17 wins, 37 losses. Worst in Major League Baseball. They are not the worst team. I don't know what's happened here, but they have fallen apart completely, and I wonder about their give a darn attitude whether or not hey they're 20 games under 500 now well, that at starts at the top if and that's right, the case right there, well you take a look at that but the manager can't get out there and play he's got to do and perform with the horses that he has and they aren't performing it just is not coming through so yeah i i'm afraid something's going to happen with that front office and with the managers and the coaching staff and so they already fired the hitting coach a couple weeks ago but they can't get it done. 8 nothing. Toronto wins. They'll play again tonight. And the Cardinals will go on to play the Tampa Bay Rays tonight down in Florida. And the Springfield Cardinals will be in Midland, Odessa, Texas. And they're playing the Midland Rockhounds. It's the Oakland A's AA Farm Club. Well, a lot of action today, and we'll uh, have everything to talk about tomorrow from those games. Um, Big news in the NFL, uh, Aaron Donald and the L.A. Rams finally came to an agreement on his new contract. And... I, you know, I got to say it. He got paid and he's worth every penny. He is now the richest non-quarterback in NFL history. Think about that now. He has signed, or will sign today, a contract that's going to call for $65 million guaranteed over two years until 2024. And then guaranteed $95 million in 2025. That's what he's getting. This is pretty doggone good. Aaron Donaldsworth, he's a, a really tremendous ball player. He is the heart and soul of Los Angeles Rams defense, and he's one of the key reasons why they are the reigning world champions, the Super Bowl champs. So, yeah, they they need him. He, he wants to be there, and that's where he wants to play. And this big kid who played his college football at Pitt, is now going to be a very wealthy individual and probably a very tough one to stop. And uh, like you said, defense wins championships, and that's why you pay these guys what they're due. Um, I was having a conversation with my buddy from Boston yesterday, 
I said, how'd you feel about that game Sunday? And you know what he said? He goes, I'm just really frustrated because there are just so many no calls happening. And I know we kind of talked about this a little (laughs) bit, but he made a case that, you know, Golden State's got a guy that's literally tackling people and not getting called. Your thoughts on that? That's Draymond Green, and yeah, yeah, he's he is their enforcer. That's what they call them in the NBA. But yeah, the game, the game has adopted a new philosophy, and that is let them play. Well, they are more than letting them play; they are absolutely mugging each other out on the court. There's going to be something very serious happen if they don't really crack down and start calling some fouls here along the line. But. The officials don't want to be accused of controlling the game. Hey, we just fouled this guy and so forth. It's subjective, of course. If the official sees it, that's what he calls. But wish they would uh, kind of homogenize the game to where you have individuals playing within the true spirit of the game. And that was no contact. <laughs> that went out years ago. Yeah. Boy, you're beating the devil out of these Do you guys. think, and his, his thought was that Silver is trying to force a game seven. Do you think that's what's going no. on? No, I don't think that happens. Uh, you would, I can understand the philosophy behind that because uh, several years ago I thought the same thing, but I don't think there's any way you can do that. The media is so entrenched in covering these games, and there's so many media outlets. I don't think something like that could get away and and not be known about it by the public. It's just my opinion. I don't think so. Hey, man, I'll just give you three letters. <laughs> UFO. All right, Ned. Last but not least, any team clinched a uh, trip to the finals in the Stanley Cup? They have. The Colorado Avalanche completed it last night. They were behind the Edmonton Oilers. They're a better team than Edmonton. But leading 3-0, 3-0 in games. They went in last night up in Edmonton. Oilers got the lead. The Avalanche came back. Oilers got the lead again. And the Avalanche came back, forced it into overtime, and won it 6-5 in overtime. These have been high-scoring games. But Colorado wins that series four to nothing. They are in. They can sit back now, rest. He uh, rest, I should say, relax a little bit and heal some of those bumps and bruises while the Rangers and the Tampa Bay Lightning fight things out in the East. They've got a while to go. Before yeah, they do. Happens. And that one's going to be a tough series. All right, Ned. You have a great day, and I'll see you tomorrow.